What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth I. Yes, sir. And Jared Buckadol. Yes, the ambassador of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. CT <laughs> Crunch. Nice. Actually, was with Lindsay, Lindsay Monday, friend of the show, for a day over the last weekend. Was it Lindsay or Brett? Might have been Brett, another friend of the show, Anchor Wanker. Wanker. Hung out with those two in L.A. One of them ate some Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like with their hands. And I can't remember which of them it was. Maybe if they're listening, they can uh, shoot us a, a message or a comment. Wait, like out of a bowl, of, like with milk and everything? No, nah, it was one of those bowls that like is a to-go bowl. And it's, so it's dry cereal. And then if you want to, you can pour milk into the bowl. For whatever reason, I don't know, we were out and about or something and just opened it up and ate it with their hands. And I was like, oh, I mean, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's funny, the CT Crunch, that's, I don't think about CT Crunch for like months at a time. And then you know how it is. Things come up in groups like that. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. I used to get it like weekly. That used to be kind of one of my breakfast staples. I haven't had CT Crunch in probably four months. (laughs) I like CT Crunch, don't get me wrong. But I, I do still definitely think of it as like a kid's cereal. So when you were like, I haven't had it in like, I was thinking that the answer was going to be years. years. (laughs) You're like four months. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Four days. Oh, man. That's a good one. I don't know. I've always been this way. So I don't know if it's an old man thing or if I just didn't ever change. But I still, it's just Frosted Flakes and Honey Nut Cheerios are really the only two cereals that I eat lately. Of course, with the almond milk. We've had lots of conversations about that in the past. But uh, yeah, that's my go-to. Seb, what was the last, Jared and I are more cereal guys than you. What, what was your last mm-hmm. bowl of cereal? Mm, I thought you were going to say what was my last cereal. I don't think I could answer it on the podcast. God, I don't know. Uh, during the pandemic, I had a, a pretty, I guess it's still going, during the quarantine period of the pandemic. Um, We've progressed. <laughs> yeah. This is phase two. <laughs> I was eating cereal quite a bit. I had tried out different cereals, Reese's Puffs, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, French Toast Crunch. But I think if I had to go pull one off, like only one off the shelf and then throw it away, I'd throw kicks in the garbage because that's that Yeah, shit get sucks. that out of here. Ugh. If Styrofoam. you have a box of kicks, you better slap a UPS label on that and ship it somewhere because those are packing peanuts. Yes, yep. 100%. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a side right here. Uh, Jill, friend of the show, sister. Uh, she loved that growing up. Hated it. Ugh. Ugh. Did she? When did she not form taste buds until later on in life? Uh, I still think she's working on it. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not. I would bet any amount of money there is a podcast somewhere called Taste Buds, and it's people who talk mm-hmm. about food. I'm pretty yep. sure that that does exist, and it's on the Presh Network with the, one of the guys from the Impractical Jokesters or Jokers or whatever. Oh, shit. I'm actually serious. I didn't figure you had heard it. That's fucking dope. <laughs> Seth, back to you. We we went way yeah. off. If I had to choose just one, though, or the, I guess the last one I had was probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and that's probably what I would choose as well. Pretty boring. Cocoa Puffs are good, too. I enjoy a good Cocoa Puff or Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, co- you're a Cocoa Pebbles. I'm a Cocoa Pebbles. Puff. I want that kooky no. uh, bird man. Got to go with the Puffs, cookie, man. Cookie Crisp is a good one. I had some of that during the Googie pandemic. Um, also, yes, I looked it up, and Taste Buds is already a podcast. You can go and watch it. Essentially, the concept is they pick two different foods at the beginning of the show. Everyone votes on it, and then the winner gets crowned at the end. Nice. Well, go listen to Taste Buds. It is a nice thing, though, when your sibling likes a cereal that you don't, and you don't have to share. That's a pretty, mm-hmm. Kyle and I figured that one out early. He was a big, um, uh, what was the honeycomb, I think? Ooh, honeycomb and was that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. It's got a uh, weird aftertaste, see, though. I never liked it. I never, I didn't like, this is not going to make any sense, probably. But if it probably does, not. I'm going to be so excited. It tasted yellow to me. <laughs> <laughs> In a way that I never really liked. I would eat it, but I never liked it. And so we always would get honeycomb and we would get frosted flakes and kyle and i always each had our own bowl of cereal and it was dope but i don't know does that make sense does anybody is that you you know what i mean when i say it tastes yellow (laughs) not really (laughs) i didn't think so but if i said something tasted purple you would know what i meant oh yeah absolutely yeah jalapenos wait what that's what purple tastes like jalapenos what if your purple's not my purple you ever (laughs) think about that i've thought about that not my purple yeah, dude. Not, hashtag not my purple. <laughs> I think about that a lot of the time. Like, if we both agree that what we're pointing at is red, but how do we really know that the red you're seeing is the red that I'm seeing? If we both just decided that that thing that we're seeing 
is red, we would both always see that same color that same way. And we would always call it red, but we never really know if the other person actually is seeing the same thing as us, color-wise. That freaks me out all the time. That's like one of those Matrix things to me. I don't like thinking about it. Yeah. Matrix sucks, so I don't know why you'd spend time thinking about it. It's very important if you're trying to make a pill selection that you know which of the which of the colors you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Just put a number on the pill. Here's number one. Pill number one or pill number two. That's way less cool. Red pill, blue pill is way cooler. We're going to start, here's what we're going to start doing. We're going to start keeping a record board, like a scoreboard. It's going to be the Jared Buckendall off the train tracker. I didn't and... do it this week. <laughs> didn't you do it with the cereal? Oh, yeah, I did. You did. <laughs> wow. Whatever random thing Jared says after I introduce him, how long into the show before we actually start the show? This would be close to, I think you got seven or eight minutes this time. The Lunchables last week was a pretty thick one. Yeah, that one went deep. That one went deep for sure. <laughs> you immediately, you sounded just like you had siblings. Like you sounded like the middle child. Because uh, you, you, you immediately went, I didn't do it this time. <laughs> but then I realized very quickly I did. Yeah. Oh my God. Stop the clock. Co future co, keep a track of that. Because we are socially constipated and we are back with another episode of our weekly show. I hope you enjoyed your weekends. We're hoping to bring you some some laughs, catch you up on some of the stuff that we think is uh, important and going on out here in the world. Play a little game, have some fun over the next hour. Want to remind folks before we dive in though, this Wednesday, so that's November 17th, at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 Pacific, we're gonna be on J-Buck Studios' YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Doing a live recording of the Entertainment Outhouse, so. You don't want to miss that. It's going to be super fun. we got some games coming your way. Uh, a couple of reviews from this last weekend. Lots of fun stuff. Join us in the chat there. Hang out. Be part of the conversation. In the meantime, before that show, head over to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. That's where you'll find all of our uh, social media profiles, all the episodes to all of our podcasts. You could join the mailing list, stay in touch, and potentially be informed about a secret game. That we might be playing during the live show. Secret, secret. I got, I got a, a secret. secret. We got to get that sounder. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> After you or before. I don't care in what order you do it, but join the mailing list and also Middle. become an anchor wanker. Wanker! Uh, the button on the website will take you to anchor. You can choose the dollar amount that you would like to support the show on a monthly basis. Help us get new things like uh, software, new hardware, things to keep the show going and growing. Really appreciate those of you anchor wankers. Who might be listening Wanker. to this episode. For now, though, we're going to dive in, get this episode rolling, and we're going to start like we always do. We're going to check in with WWE Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik. These are Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. Bit of good advice, Iron Sheik is uh, giving us all here. This is something we can all learn from and you know, really follow because it makes a lot of sense if you live in a place that might have insects that sleep in your bed. He says, Night, night. Don't let the beg bed bugs bite, you fucking dumb son of a bitch. Clean your fucking sheets, jabroni. What the hell? That is great <laughs> advice. You gotta clean those sheets. Keep them clean. I'm curious. How often are you cleaning your sheets? Oh, no. Here we go. Another tangent. <laughs> you go first on this one, Seth. <laughs> Yeah, because Cody doesn't want Cody wants to judge how much he wants to lie about his <laughs> off mine. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I just I just I wanted to put some time between uh, the question and my answer just because I'm, I'm 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 preemptively embarrassed. I want to delay the embarrassment <laughs> being fulfilled. I'm usually about probably three weeks to a month or so. Yeah, I think my mine is about a month, maybe a little longer. Maybe some personal information. I'm not getting, uh, you know, some slam pieces in that bed and making it filthy. It's just myself sleeping in the bed. I don't eat in the bed. There's no crumbs. Maybe ice cream. That's yeah. it. Yep. Now, do you also flip your mattress when you change your sheets? Ooh, okay. So I have a big problem. The mattress I have, apparently I can't flip it, but I rotate oh. it every now and then. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm slowly becoming a human hot dog. <laughs> pro move though yes Flipping the very pro move keeps that thing firm you gotta keep that thing firm especially <laughs> in the bedroom let's go on to another topic here and <laughs> nah. I, I don't, I'm not gonna say I don't wash my sheets 
because that's not that's not literally true but it's closer to the truth than any amount of time any amount of regular time that's been previously stated (laughs) yeah like it's not something it's one of those things that's not part of it's not a habit i'm in i don't do it regularly and so i just like i clean my sheets when they're disgusting sometimes that takes a while i don't really sweat in the bed uh so my sheets don't I don't, I don't smell them. I mean, maybe someone else getting in my bed thinks that they stink. <laughs> or if I, if I make any sort of mess on my sheets, then I'll clean them. But unless they are, the sheets are offending me or I'm smelling my body odor <laughs> after I get up at, I just, I don't really do it. I know I should. I'm not yeah. like making a case for not washing your, I know I should. I, I'm embarrassed about this. But honestly, very lately, you gotta give a shout out to my girlfriend right now because she's gotten me a couple of new pairs of sheets, probably because she's sick of sleeping in my bed. <laughs> she's gotten me a little bit nicer sheets that you you want to keep them clean and keep them nice and keep them soft and all that stuff. But like, if left to my own devices, sheets and just bedding in general is one of those things I don't fucking care at all. I like, I don't. I would rather save money on it. There was a long period of time where basically what I would do is I would go buy like a $20, $25 bed set from like Walmart where it came with all of it, the pillowcases, the, the sheets, and the comforter, mm-hmm. which is there. It's that's very crappy bed. Yeah, you, yeah, you're buying sandpaper. Ba- yeah, yeah, basically, if it gets wet, then it's going to tear. <laughs> hey, I just washed these. There's nothing in the washer. Where'd they go? Yeah, they disintegrated. <laughs> Yeah. If you sneeze, if you drool on your fucking pillow and then move your head, it crumbles. So you just bought a giant paper towel. <laughs> much. Yeah, they're called sugar sheets. Uh, they're really cool. <laughs> really sticky, too. Don't let Lou Holt sleep in that bed. Oh, no. Oh, God. You'd be shipping and sliding everywhere in those sheets. <laughs> Where'd my sheets go? They're disintegrated. My sheets have disappeared. <laughs> so what I would do for the longest time is I would get a set of those sheets like in college i would use just use them all semester and get rid of them and that continued on i i can't believe i'm saying this on the fucking this isn't <laughs> i would get those sheets i would use them until they were gross and then i would throw them all out and get a whole new set i love it i, I love it I, oh I could, my god i have washed the amount of times i have put my bedding into the washer washed it put it in the dryer dried it and then put it back on my bed is probably less than a hundred, I would say. And that's probably way more room than I need. Like 50 would probably do it. It's not a common thing for me. And I've moved like often enough where, you know, you go through a, a handful of Walmart bed sets and then you move. So then you get, so sometimes it's justified, but this is not a trade I'm proud of. This isn't, the, this isn't one of those things where I'm like trying to be like, society's no. stupid and I'm the right one. I'm disgusting, I recognize that. I have the back need to fucking prove it that I ever. <laughs> Back knee. I wash my sheets pretty often, but I've also had the same sheets and bedding for like a decade, five to six years. Yeah, I think uh, there's no like real stainage on it. I guess you know it's not like faded or like falling apart, so I think it's fine. And I'm still warm and comfy in it. But I just love, and I'm probably gonna do it this weekend now, especially now that it's gonna be cold. It's it's supposed to fucking snow here. What on Friday? So I'm gonna fucking. I'm I'm not leaving the house. I'm gonna be all bundled up, and I'm gonna wash my sheets. Cause washing your sheets and then fresh out of the dryer, ooh, ooh that's a ooh, snuggly yeah. feeling. Oh, nice and warm. <laughs> that's adorable. But you're gonna cuddle up with a good book too. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do too. Since you have like seven TVs in your room, put a, a fireplace, the YouTube fireplace, on one of them. Oh, oh yeah, dude. And that and make really some of your cookies, comfy. dude. You get a whole weekend. I, I'm jealous oh, right yeah. now. I'm gonna start an actual little trash can fire. Oh yeah, get one of those burn <laughs> barrels. Get one of the nice yeah. ones though. Got a lot of socks to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> needed oh, needed burning. This just in a disturbing scene in Cedar Rapids, <laughs> Iowa. In a Cedar Rapids man's home, we found the charred remains of his prior 25 girlfriends in the bottom of a trash can. Uh, sources say that he used them and then disposed and burned the bodies of his former lovers. He killed one million children as a result. This is a serial killer. You know what else is a serial killer? Diabetes. And it gets way more kids than Seth. So I think we got a the sugary cereal needs to go. Oh, wow. Yeah, CT Crunch, we got to get it out of here. Stick to the Honey Nut Cheerios, folks. That is how you bring it full circle. Thank you, Iron Sheik, for the sheet talk. 
And uh, yeah. I guess Jared for the cereal. How the talk. fuck did we get there? <laughs> when the fuck did we have ice cream? I have no idea. <laughs> I call you a punk. I feel like I need to have a cigarette after that fucking tangent. It should taste like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shouts out Forrest Gump. One of the all-time lines there. What are we? What is this show about, even? What are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> the schedule is in the bottom of the trash can with Sess X's. It is. We are disregarding it completely. Here we go. Let's get back on track. Play. Let's get a little structure back on this podcast. We're gonna play a little game time, and we're gonna try to fill in some blanks and learn some new things in factually bereft. <laughs> Blankety blank. We have factually bereft. I've taken three facts from the intranet. I've taken a word out, or several words, out of this fact to make it not complete, to make it bereft of the fact. I have three multiple choice oh my God, options. I get it now. It makes sense. It makes sense now. Holy shit. I have three multiple choice options, one of which is the correct fact to make it complete, two of which I've made up. They are trying to guess the correct one. Jared. Where you're trying to guess? Yeah, the yeah. Correct I, one. I'm I'm really really paying attention right now because I know that I mess up constantly. So we got this one. We got this. Correct one. Yeah, and we're All not right. on a team this time. No, no, no teams this time. One on one. Coming for you. I'm coming for you. You're gonna factually be reft, and I'm gonna factually be right on this Ooh. time. So watch out. I'm coming for you. No, go away. Give me some punch sound effects. Oh, bring it. Mummy. Oh, <laughs> All right. First fact. Blank, while working out, can increase your stress response and enhance your strength, according to researchers at Keele University. Is it A, screaming, B, cursing, C, farting? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Do I go with the logical answer or the one that you probably, like, you picked this because you're like, eh, hey, farts, haha, that's the correct answer. I mean, mm. farts is always the right answer. It is, it is. So <laughs> lifting or exercising, it reduces stress. Is that what it is? So blank while working out mm -hmm. can increase your stress response and enhance your strength. Screaming, cursing, farting. I'll take D, listening to Taylor Swift. That works for me. <laughs> I actually think screaming is what I'm going to go with. I don't know why farting would increase would, would trigger your danger response, but I'm sure you'll tell me why, because it's probably the fucking answer, because it's the first one I eliminated. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, I'm also going through screaming, but I kind of in the back of my head hope it is farting. <laughs> the correct answer is B, cursing. Oh, uh, what? Course. Wow, I'll give you a curse. Fuck, Fuck you, Seth. That's what I say. <laughs> Seth is up one. I'm winning. Yeah, pretty good so far. <laughs> I know you don't read the article, Seth, but I wonder if this is like, are you yelling the word fuck? Or like under your breath if you go fuck, 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 while you're trying to do Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'll have to do a little bit more research on that. Also, I'll need to, you know, start lifting weights. Uh, that would help. That's also, true. too. If I can just sit in my chair and yell fuck and get buff, then, well, I'd already be Mr. Universe if that was the fuck. <laughs> Second fact. Couples who blank often tend to be happier and have deeper connections than those who don't. Is it A, cuddle, B, play games, C, cook together? Oh, fuck. I was really hoping you, one of the answers, you know, obvious, the obvious answer is uh, pound town, downtown. That is mm. not one of them. No, Deeper. anal sex is not one. Damn. Well, that's pretty close to cooking, though. <laughs> I, I really do think it is cooking because there's communication in the kitchen. There's a lot of timing. There's a lot of things going on at once. I think I'm going cooking. I, I, I see how that makes sense as an answer. I think I'm the counterexample to that answer because cooking with me is a pretty good way to fucking hate me forever and not want to spend time around me. I'm a nightmare in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> I, 
my answer is going to be play games, which is also a pretty good way to make people hate me. So maybe I'm just unlovable. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am going to say play games, though. I, I that one that one feels good to me. The correct answer is A. Cut. Oh my gosh! You piece of shit. It was such an obvious answer. Any girlfriends listening to the show today, you're having a pretty good week. You've got now proof, evidence, that uh, your man's got to cuddle you more often. So Seth's doing Lord's work. Shout out to Seth. Take care of the ladies. I'm not doing any cuddling right now. I just got, I just made the question. Well, you can only cuddle with one per- Well, you cuddle with a lot of people. Yeah. You only have so much body to give out, but you're giving out the information that's going to spread even fast. Like you're true. in a way cuddling every woman who mm. who listens to this. So to all three only of if you, they I want say, it. yeah, <laughs> yes, hope you enjoy. Only if they want it, yes. All right, and the final fact: eating blank two to three times a week can increase your risk of developing heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Is it a? Oh, we know what it in- is. <laughs> is it A, peanut butter and jelly, B, bacon, or C, instant noodles? I was making the obvious ass-eating joke. Yeah, me the, too. <laughs> the qu- can you read it back one more time? Sorry, Seth. <laughs> sure can. Eating blank two to three times a week can increase your risk of developing heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. <laughs> is it A, peanut butter and jelly, B, Bacon. Bacon. Or C, instant noodles. Can you say the second answer again? I, I missed it. Bacon. 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 I'm glad you read it twice because at first I thought we were picking something that was a benefit. We're looking for something that's a negative. And I I love it, but I really think it's bacon. Bacon is not good for you. I think it's bacon as well, but we need a winner here. And so I'm going to pick something else. So it's PB&J and then instant noodles. I'm going to say instant noodles, a lot of sodium uh, in, the, uh, in the old ramen. I will not hear any negative things said toward PB&J, Seth. So if that's the answer, you're going to get a couple of these. Nucky sandwiches? Exactly. All right. The correct answer is instant noodles. Wow. Yeah, buddy. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer. Is it because of the powder package? I I think it's the sodium, Mm. ultimately. Mm -hmm. Because people, I mean, there's people who probably eat bacon four to five times a week. Oh, probably every day, yeah. Yeah, it's like breakfast for people, like everyday breakfast. So, um, and instant noodles, I think there's probably people, you know, like who are in college and stuff who eat it more than two to three times a week. But I think overall, bacon is probably a bit healthier than instant noodles, but not, you know, a whole lot. Learning stuff. I got to kick the ramen and scoop up more bacon then. (laughs) There's a couple of things I don't really understand about bacon. One, I I don't know why bacon's good for you at all. Like protein, I guess. I mean, it's not good for you at all, but. Okay. Okay. Good. That's okay. That makes, that makes sense. But it's, do we have to cook bacon the way we cook bacon? Like, is there a way to cook the, like if you had raw bacon, Mm -hmm. is there another way to do it that's healthier? Like if you baked it or something? Well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I know people that bake it. The thing is, you're going to get it no matter what. You're like, it's going to be greasy or whatever. I think the best way is just like you make it and then you pat everything off and make sure it's just not have any grease, trim the fat off. Even that though is, it's still, I mean, yeah, if you trim the fat off, then you're not going to have anything on bacon. It's just, (laughs) it's it's just just ham. Yeah, not not even really that. It's bacon is mostly all fat, unless you get like that thick. Yeah, that thick, thick part. Cut yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Ooh, that shit's good. Ooh, that's po- but then you're bordering. It's like where's the cutoff between bacon and pork belly? You know? Yeah, I don't. I mean, okay. I, I would half an inch. I would a hundred times rather have loin like pork loin than bacon. Really? I like bacon, but it's not like my favorite. Like I love a good BLT. I like a good thick cut bacon. Bacon, but for me, I'd rather have just a full on fucking slab of meat man for some reason i'm just picturing you getting a burger and instead of bacon they just put a pork loin on top yeah, i'd be Ooh. down <laughs> should i eat that i love pork man. bacon is probably like my least favorite i mean i still like it just fine it's probably like my least favorite version of pork honestly i'd rather have a thicker cut and i don't okay the pork belly thing jared i i'm gonna ask a question i know is a stupid one that i could google where where does the bacon come from like on the pig 
Is it penis? Because it's not just any piece of the pig sliced thinly enough to be called bacon, right? Is it like, is it from a certain area of the body? Do you know, or am I going to? Uh, I mean, I, I've never thought to ask this. My understanding is pork belly and bacon are from the same area, so I'm assuming pork belly is the belly of the pig, because the bacon has to have that, like. Not marble, but like you know how it's like okay, there's a little bit of meat, and then also there's like the fat section. Okay, mm. yeah, you nailed it. It's from the belly of the bacon can come from a pig's belly, back, or sides, according to. Oh, okay. Google. Essentially, anywhere that has where the good fat grows. Ooh, anywhere that has a, <laughs> an exceptionally high fat content, so it can come from anywhere. Dead but ass. It's the fat that is what makes it bacon, I guess, which makes total sense out of my understanding of bacon. So you can't cook it in a different way because it just is fat. <laughs> so is bacon just pork belly? Well, no, you just said it can be everything. This is confusing. At anywhere that has an exceptionally <laughs> what high. What is happening, content. Richard? <laughs> According to this thing, yeah, there's belly bacon and there's side bacon. Listeners, you, you can't see this, but he has a section of a pig cut up and whatever. How come pigs have spare ribs? Why do they have extra ones? Yeah, I've never understood that either. Like, do they just use them for something? Carrying around stuff? Or use some of the ribs and they need backups? Like, when do they go to the spare? Do yeah. They flat rib every I mean, now it's and then a spare tire. Like, and... isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, I've been really confused all this time. I did not think a pork hock was on a leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. That one took me a second to come around to, but once I did, I was there. Please show me your dick! Thank you. <laughs> Tip your waitress. <laughs> Seth, when you're referring to pork hocks, are you talking about genitalia on a swine, or are you talking about the genitalia of a person who doesn't have a lot of money? Oh, no. <laughs> or are you talking about an eagle made of pork? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that took me way too long. But as soon as I as soon as I pictured it, it was amazing. Oh my god, can you fucking imagine seeing all those things swoop out of the air and grab a fish? <laughs> I think if if it, so is it is it a pig with wings? Is that what you're picturing? Wings picturing, and talons? No, I was picturing a bird just made of pork. <laughs> oh my god. See, I was picturing a, a, a pig like that With has wings. wings and talons, and it just, instead of going down and getting fish, it goes down and gets like trash. Oh no, that's <laughs> even terrifi more terrifying. Lands on like public trash cans. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That would be fucking hilarious. Also, a lot of previously thought to be impossible shit would happen if that animal existed. Because, you know, everything's gonna happen when pigs fly. So. Oh man. I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for that. <laughs> I'm rooting for that genetic experiment to, to go well. But I, I still, I'm with Jerry, though. I'm in favor of, like, the fleshy eagle. <laughs> kind of sweeping down. It's a horrifying oh, thing to right. think about. I mean, the fleshy eagles have... make special we... move in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're going to have fleshy in the title two weeks in a row now. Oh man. Oh man. We'll have to come up with something else so we don't have this is gonna be flesh cast after after <laughs> this week. By the way, flesh cast, that's another I would bet anything that that already exists out there. Yeah. If I ever come up with a, some sort of sex product, it's gonna be called the flesh eagle. Eagle It's also what they used to call Lou Holtz back at Notre Dame. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Cause he would swoop in and pick up the trash. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Why is Lou Holtz catching shots out of nowhere? Because he's giving out the shots all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, game. We I won the game, right? Holy That's fuck. Is there, are we still in that Yeah, right dude. <laughs> we, this is... This, we, I'm bringing this podcast to a halt. I like it because we, we don't have a lot of topics today, but we're, you know, we're, we're making our way downtown, walking fast. <laughs> What I love about this too is this is like the whole just like zoom like way out for a quick second. This this is the exact reason why we wanted to do socially constipated because we wanted to be able to do a show like this and not worry about like oh we're not talking about movies or whatever. So like if you're going man this really is fucking annoying. There's two other shows for you to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the most fun of the three I would say. But then again I'm not on the sports show I can't I can't say. <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about flying pigs for like half an hour on the sports show, too, this week. <laughs> Enough bad things about Sam Darnold. Let's go forward and wrap up our game 
That's game time with Factually Bereft this week. Oh, we're learning a lot though along the way. A lot of laughs, a lot of new, uh, not a lot, of, a lot of new things to learn. I learned where where on pork the bacon comes from. We learned about cussing and cuddling and how they're beneficial for you. So you know, I'm not saying we're the smartest podcast that's available online right now, but neither I mean, would anyone. Probably top what I don't know, top five, right up there with Neil deGrasse Tyson's and Gary Busey's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got an idea. Okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson needs to come out with a line of marijuana products, and it's going to be Neil deGrasse oh. Tyson. <laughs> Dude, what would the names and of them be? Oh, man, he'd have, like, you know, Jupiter would be, like, the biggest of the what was... the, the blunts that he has. They'd be just big blunts. What was the show Jupiter. he had? Uh, Star Talk or Cosmos? Cosmos, yeah. One's definitely called Cosmos. Cosmos is the one that's going to send you in outer space. That's that's what that one is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neil, if you're out there, and I know you are, DeGrasse, uh, I'm going to take it if you don't. Uh, that's going to be my rap name when I bring back. Uh, it's been a while since since I dropped, little C-Man dropped some bars. <laughs> Next time I do it, my new name is going to be Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Uh, maybe that's how I end up meeting him. Pretty funny. I hope he's just going to have one that's like really off, like completely not space related. And it's just going to be called Mustache Ride. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Giddy up. Buckle up for turbulence on the uh, mustache ride with old Neil there. That's a smart guy. You know how he got smart? By doing some bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. Well, this isn't going to get any less stupid. Uh, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> wow. Longtime listeners of the show might remember that we had the a couple weeks in a row early on in socially constipated you you came to us with some concerns about some problematic texts you were receiving that were unsolicited and it sounds like uh that old beast has reared its ugly head once again you got a new one for us i do it's been a little bit since i've gotten a, a spam text you know from one of the many ladies who wanted to spend a night with me if i only click the link to then probably give them uh, all of my data, but <laughs> is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, who's your data? <laughs> so I haven't clicked these l- links yet, but this one got. I mean, I'm pretty close on this one. This one isn't a sexy one, but it is one that they're really tempting with the offer. They said last night's shocking Shark Tanks episode left viewers speechless after this bombshell gets revealed live on air. Watchful clip here. So sh- shocking shark tank? No, shark reveal? tanks. Yeah. Shark tanks. Oh. Yes. Is that a spin-off of the Mark Cuban show or is that <laughs> like a a new history channel show about people who build shark tanks? It I mean, that's actually called tanked. Should I click the the link? It sounds like there was a bomb show. Well, it's your phone, so I say yes. Yeah, click it. Yeah. So that that one's pretty I I mean, I've never been so close to clicking it. I I'm very intrigued on what happened with, on on shark tanks, but I couldn't quite do it. It's more like shock tank, am I right? Ooh, shaka. It's a shock tank. That's what they call it in uh, Boston. I just Googled shark tank phishing email, and apparently this is actually a thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> Find out Wait. what happens if you click it. I'm reading right now. I don't know. Apparently, it's it's a widespread thing. Is it still called phishing if it's with shark tank, though? Oh, man. <laughs> no, it's called chumming. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sharks are fish, right? I really like feet. So that one actually, that sounder was a complete accident. I'm keeping it in. That was an accident. I was trying to figure out how to, whether sharks are fish. Yeah, sharks are fish. Uh, dolphins and whales are mammals. A shark is a fish. According to fisheries.noaa.gov, sharks are fish. A special type of fish, that is. So there's another thing that we all learned today. Seth, you got any more of those spammy... Spammy uh, 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 text, or should we keep making some shark puns? Because I got a few loaded up. I mean, I guess keep going with shark puns because that was all I had. Ah, I thought that, uh, you know, that topic was going to go longer, but it didn't really have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing is, if that topic comes to an end and we were a visual medium, it'd just say fin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'm going to make sure to close my door so on the way out, though. <laughs> I do not like fish puns. Well, you need to get over it. Jaws.
What's funny about that is two things. One, I mean, it was funny, but also that's the joke Seth always makes. <laughs> I just ripped it off completely. <laughs> Real original. Well, you know, I learned from the best. I learned from the best. So spam texts coming in, sharks tank, shark tanks. So it sounds like you've had quite the week already. Notice you're not getting those sexy texts anymore. Do you think that's because you're getting a little older and maybe starting to feel that age a little bit? <laughs> nice transition. Yeah, this weekend I had my first feeling old moment after turning 30. Specifically, woke up Sunday morning and, you know, do the nice, you know, wake up all nice and stretch a little bit. And I had like my, I think I was like stretching my arms above my head and kind of like, I don't know, like stretching up my neck a little bit. And when I was doing that, I sat up at the same time in bed. And when I sat up, like right below my shoulder blades in the middle of my back, just the sh- nice sharpest pain oh. that I've probably ever had. And it was like a, it was like a cartoon almost. Like I instantly just like stiffened up and then fell backwards, <laughs> like right back into fucking bed. Like I was, I just, and then I laid there and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> like it was awful. And then, so I like kind of rolled out of bed and kind of moved him for a minute and, that wasn't working out well. Took the morning constitutional and then started to like move again a little bit. I was trying to stretch out. And then I went out of the bathroom and went over to the garbage can in the kitchen. And when I opened that up, that's when I think the full, like the final, whatever I did to oh, my no. muscle in my back did what it, and it was like two more sharp pains and like my legs kind of gave out and, and we're like sweating almost. And oh I'm like, holy God. shit, am I dying? Did you have a heart attack? I think I might have. And then, like, I went and kind of laid down for a while for about an hour and ended up starting feeling better after that. And now I'm fine. But that one moment, I'm like, holy fuck, this is what all being, this is the moment I realized that after you're like, apparently, after you turn 30 or get out of your 20s, your body's like, all right, we're going to do random shit like this. Getting out of bed is going to kill your back for an entire day. Like, I'm so glad it was a Sunday that this happened and not like a Tuesday. That is scary. I mean, yeah, for one, that definitely sounds kind of like a heart attack. So maybe cut back on the instant noodles. <laughs> um, that I have had this happen to me a couple of times as well. And the way that it feels to me when something like that happens is I'm starting to become more aware of the fact that I'm not my body. And that, like, I'm trying to get my body to do shit. And my body's like, nah, pass. <laughs> like, uh, when you're a kid, you're like, I'm going to run up the fucking street. And when you're our age, you're like... I need to ask my body politely if it will run me up the street. <laughs> and uh, that's a weird, that's a weird, I've had that start to happen also. Have you ever thrown your back out? Jared, has this happened to you? Have you ever dealt with something like what Seth's talking about or completely just fucking thrown your back out? I, I think the thing is like the, the sharp pains. I've had like, you know. A f- <laughs> sharp pains. Yeah, sharp pains. <laughs> God. Um, Got those too. Um, yeah, definitely some anal fissures for sure. Wow. Throwing your back out, that sounds horrifying i think i've seen my like dad you know do that or my mom the whole sharp pain situation of you just mentioning like i've had things like that what would like did did yours linger for a while or was it just like boom instant like ah, what, ah and then it was gone <laughs> no it, i mean my i i was i need to kneel down i need some icy hot jamie <laughs> It was sore, like, if, I mean, only if I really moved on Sunday. So I laid pretty still. And then Monday, I was I was better. And then by Tuesday, it was, like, it was oh, a wow. little bit so of a soreness. It but stuck it was with like, you. Yeah, I was able to move. Like, I was afraid I couldn't move for a lot of Sunday. And, by like, I laid down for an hour and was able to walk around fine. It was still sore or whatever. But I was able to walk around at least. Because there was a concern when it first happened, like, because I was having to, like, Almost like hold my like squeeze my abs in to keep myself upright oh, <laughs> at no. first because because it was so sore in that spot. I was pretty concerned for a minute, and then I laid down for a while, and again was fine after that, and was able to move around. But at my abs, I had to do a little bit of work for a minute. <laughs> That's a tough one. Said, do you remember when I threw my back out? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. When was this? This was like this was in 2014. I want to say. Yeah, I know it was because it was the it was the year I was living on Seth's couch. Um, which probably had something to do with the fact that I threw my back out. <laughs> uh, I was like 20, 
22. I turned 23 that year, so I was young and spry. I actually heard it. I heard it weightlifting. I guess I didn't cuss enough while I was doing it, and my back just mm-hmm. fucking. I I it I didn't hurt it while I was lifting, but like I think the next day I woke up and flat out could not move. Oh, Seth can vouch for me. I couldn't put my shoes on. I couldn't <laughs> like. I was still working as a teller, so I couldn't like get like and like bend down to pick shit up off the floor i just had none of that just like Seth's talking about you can use your abs to hold yourself upright but you can't pick yourself up after you like bend down so unless you like crouch to a knee and come straight up with your legs you can't do that thing where if you bend at the waist and you and you move yourself back upright you can't do it when your fucking lower back muscles aren't working i had to lay on the floor i couldn't sit in chairs for like two or three days i'd lay i laid i would come home and i would lay flat on the floor the entire <laughs> night and like watch tv and fucking talk to seth and play video games and whatever it was a fucking nightmare i am not looking forward to doing that again when i'm older i haven't done it since but that was awful that's a shitty and a scary situation too Whoa. oh my god i can't especially like if you were by yourself at home uh, and you can't move around that's scary i'm glad that didn't get worse for you i'm sure your back is probably a different shape after having to sleep on that little couch for so long Oh, it's my shit is all. That's one of the reasons I don't go to a chiropractor. One is because I don't think that's real. And two, because. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. You think you think chiropractic offices are a sham? 1,000%. I, I think they exist. I don't think they're like ghosts. I just <laughs> no. They're in the same sphere as Ghostbusters, essentially. It'd be it'd be amazing if you tried to convince us that they actually don't exist and what we're seeing is like something planted in our minds or something. Well, I mean, have you ever actually seen a chiro? I'm sure you have. No, I just don't really buy the science. Wherever the science is in chiropractic, I'm aware that there's a lot of BS kind of on top of it. It makes me kind of disregard the whole thing. For a while, I was watching a TikTok guy who was a chiropractor and his as a chiropractor, he was debunking all the chiropractor bullshit that they do. Like, the idea that they can pop your back and it'll spur your digestive system to do shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's something a chiropractor would tell you. So I just have a hard time, like, dividing that off from whatever is real about it, I'm not aware of. I don't know. But if I did go to one and they were real, they would tell me that my shit is twisted in a way that is impossible to unwind. So There's definitely different tiers because, like you're saying, there's people that will go there instead of the doctor when they're sick. Like, I have an earache. And then they're like, pop, pop, pop. Okay, now you're cured. Yeah. It's like, what? I kind of do like watching videos of people getting their back cracked, though. I don't know why, but it, it is satisfying to me. <laughs> kind of like the zip popping. Oh. <laughs> I hate it. I don't want to watch it. But every time I see it, I'm, I get stuck. Uh, it's it's Those are cement videos for me. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah. yeah. You're a freak. New. Let's move on to something new because I don't like it either. It's my one of my least favorite qualities about myself. And your fucking sh- sheet cleanliness. <laughs> Well, the reason I don't wash my sheets is so that I can get zits gross enough to pop on on YouTube. It's kind of a, you know. Uh, oh, there you it's go. It's all yeah. a part of the business. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people don't hustle like I do, Seth. Do you think, because, so there's, I'm assuming all the pimple popping videos that popping videos are like pretty standard people popping zits, right? What, do you think people could like corner the market of doing like entertainment zit popping videos where they do like lights and smoke and sound effects and. Ooh. Like like when it pops, they put like a like, a, like and then it's like like fart noise or like yeah. like a funny joke. If you could edit like a little cartoon, you know the mucus guy from the Mucinex commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That guy always me out. Yeah, he's disgusting. <laughs> if you had something, also he's voiced by T.J. Miller, I think, which is even more gross. Ugh. If you had something like him, but he was like a pus guy, and in the video you could edit it so when when they popped it. A little guy would come out and like do a dance, <laughs> <laughs> or a girl, you know, or the pus monster could be uh, a female too, whatever gender they prefer. But I, I think you're onto something there, Seth. I think the the world of pimple popping could be stylized a little bit more. But that's why I mean, when you said you were, you know, harvesting zits on your back uh, with, with your from your sheets, I mean, that could be it. Yeah, the biggest inventions are often accidents. This might be yet another one. That's what my mom said about me. Oh, you are a great a great invention, Seth. I, I will say that much. Mm-hmm. This segment brought to you by Walmart. Get your sheets here and get enough bags to start a YouTube channel. Walmart. <laughs> so here's a fun thing that happened to me today. Uh, actually, today at work, I had a coworker come up to me. Uh, someone I hadn't seen in a while, so we caught up a little bit. How you doing on that? They were like, hey, a friend of mine told me that they saw you do comedy 
and that you were amazing and super hilarious. And I was like, oh, like, well, I was nice about it. I, I was confused and I want to ask you about that in just a second. But like, I was like, oh shit, like that's wild, cool. Like, where did they see me? And I assumed it was at the Pablo show. And then she was like, I think it was like a couple weeks ago. And she was, I was like, yeah, okay, that was definitely Pablo at, at um, Volcanic. And it, mm -hmm. it was one of those things that's really cool that she was like, someone I don't know that you also don't know told me that you were good. And then she like asked me where she could catch my set next. And I gave her like my Instagram, which by the way, Cody is funny on Instagram if you want to catch mm -hmm. uh, my upcoming shows. That was a really cool feeling. And it reminded me of something that I think I talked to you guys about a couple of weeks ago when the Pablo show went really well. A lot of people were kind of giving me compliments afterwards. And Jared, I know, I, I assume this is something that you deal with sometimes too is like the the taking of compliments especially when it feels like there's too many of them oh uh, yeah like, i usually go with like if i'm at a show i'll go you know oh so, thanks so much that's really nice i appreciate you coming out you know get home safe that type of thing but you can only repeat that same thing so many times and then when you're in a situation where it's like one-on-one -on -one, you can't just like say that obviously dismissive thing and then have the com the conversations end there that person's standing in your office so it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know how to thank you and I and mean it. I like, I mean the thanks, but then also have this conversation end because like, it. don't get me wrong, I fucking love praise. But after a certain point, I'm like, okay, that's enough praise. I got to get back to whatever else or it's going to inflate my head too much or whatever. Is that something like when you, when people like reach out to you and they're like, oh, your, your YouTube videos are so sick. Like, do you have that same thing where it's like, you almost don't want to hear? I know how d dickish this sounds, by the way. Is it almost, does it get to a point where you're like, I don't know that I want to hear it so many times or like it makes an awkward situation. Like, what do you do? Because that's, I, I, I guess I'm going to need to figure that out now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think your situation might be different because again, they're seeing me through like a screen and they might, you know, that coworker might eventually see you and then it's going to be you in person. But I'm, I'm glad what you just said, that's exactly how I handle it, where cool that you're seeing my stuff, great, but also like, I don't know, I just feel like it's another Tuesday for me the way that I'm doing it I guess I just think that maybe not necessarily it comes natural but it's like I I don't know it's just a thing I do you know which again from people who aren't doing comedy who are doing you know podcast uh videos anything they're probably blown away by it which is great because I mean if I I don't know I'm trying to think uh, of a situation that I've seen recently I'm like holy shit like that's crazy but actually a similar situation recently just happened to me where I was out at a bar at like 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. because it's time change. Someone from high school I haven't seen since high school did what you just had happen to you. And I'm like, I just I just make videos. That's, that's all I do. And the conversation didn't end there because they sat down. So I was like, what have you been up to? You know, it's kind of awkward after that. Yeah, it really is. And I'm not saying, like I said, I, I, I know this is like sounds like dicks like stuff dicks would say but i almost like wish the guy like someone would be like would not stop walking when they were like hey you're really good uh, bye and like let it be like okay i received it <laughs> give a thumbs up <laughs> yeah i don't know it's a weird it's a weird thing and you touched on something that's interesting about that too is is just that like from my perspective comedy and from yours like making videos and like you know seth with us doing the show and everything like that like we know what it takes to do the show and so it doesn't seem like it's this way over the top thing that we do, which is like what we do. So when someone is like super impressed by it, like it feels, it's awesome. Like I'm not, if you're listening out there, don't take this as we don't want compliments. But it's also one of those things where it's like, we don't see it necessarily as like this big impressive thing we do. It's just the thing that we do. And if anything, I would say, if you're one of those people that's like, oh, wow, it's so crazy that they have a podcast. We're here to tell you, it's not that hard. Like if you want to, you could just... <laughs> You could just do it. Now, obviously, you know, there, parts of it take some talent and obviously some hard work and stuff like that. But whatever it is, like all of the stuff we do, anyone could pick up and try to do. So maybe the maybe to undick the lesson here, people appreciate you being impressed with them. But also, you could just go do most things. So mm -hmm. if you think that there's something special about us that we can do a podcast or do comedy or, or do TikToks, it's really just a matter of we decide that we want to do it. So hopefully that's makes me sound like less of a, a, a braggy asshole yeah uh, yeah i definitely me complaining <gasps> about compliments <laughs> i i definitely want to lean yeah like we're not trying to be dicks or whatever obviously yeah compliments great we love it you know all of that stuff 
But uh, I think something that you kind of mentioned, Cody, of like, we just think, oh, whatever, it's just, you know, another Wednesday we're recording. I think sometimes we need to almost step out of that and look from it from their perspective of like, holy crap, we're doing this thing. You know, you open for like a comedian that's huge. People know that name. So like, that's Mm -hmm. crazy. So sometimes I think you also have to lean a little bit into it and be like, okay, yeah, I am doing this thing. And it's funny me saying that because I definitely don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a stop and smell the roses thing or like stop and check out. Uh, There's some analogy. I don't I'm going to butcher it or not get it right. But like when you're hiking uphill, you have to remember to turn around and look at the view. And uh, I think that's kind of what you're talking about is that have that moment to stop and be like, you know what? That was pretty fucking dope. I'm proud of myself because, yeah, that's that's not the best treat to have either. So I don't know. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. It made me feel really good this afternoon, though. I was like, fuck, people are uh, spreading the word about me. That's awesome. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just find out, by the way, I got two shows this weekend. Uh, Both are sold out now. So damn. uh, It'll be a a fun weekend of comedy. Pretty pretty fun stuff going on here in Bend. Uh, It's it's the beginning steps. Once people at work know about your thing, it's going to slowly become a bigger thing, and then you're going to have to quit. So um, put your two weeks in. See, okay, that actually, we're getting to a point where the time is getting shorter in this podcast, but I'm glad that came up because that's actually originally what I was, what I was going to talk about was um, like what we do here or Jared, what you do with your videos and, and just like the obvious, like we spent how long talking about back knee and fleshy pigs earlier. Do you, like, I know a little, it happened to you a little bit, Jared, and I, does it happen to you, Seth, where like someone from your work life hears or sees something that like we've done or something from just that other non-work version of you and it creates that conflict in your head of like oh god like should i be worried that people know i do this how am i supposed to respond like it's pretty obvious to people that i work with that i'm a different guy when i'm in comedy than when i'm like with my clients at work Mm -hmm. and so now all of a sudden because that happened at work i'm like fuck do i need to like give more thought to what I'm putting out outside of work and how that reflects back into work or vice versa. I don't want to. I always didn't want to be the person. I always just thought I'm going to do my comedy and if it interferes with work, then that's how we'll know it's time to quit work and go do that. <laughs> uh, is that something you guys think about like, or, or have had that situation happen where it's at work and you're like, yeah, I made a lot of dick jokes. Maybe don't bring that up in front of HR. <laughs> dick jokes. Um, I, I, haven't never, I haven't had it with the podcast or anything like that. Luckily, I try and keep that away from work as much as possible but actually just this weekend uh, I was at a a beer fest with Mike V and someone who I work with was like working at it and I have never spoken a word to him actually I don't work with him I work in the same office so I've never really actually said a word to them before and so he he was like hey you you know work where you work and I'm like yeah you you know I you sure do I was also very (laughs) drunk Mm -hmm. and so like yeah, so I also I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I recognize you too, blah, blah, blah. but that was weird just because like no one outside of work has seen me ever. Like I've I've maybe ran into someone outside of work, my current work, like maybe three times total in four years that I worked there. So even just that is like, ugh. I hate it. That's part of part of why I like working at home because those worlds just don't mix. If you're not like in the office, creating those relationships and like. Being in a town that's small enough where you're going to run into people on the streets, like, that stresses me the fuck out. I don't know. Jared, (laughs) it's been a while since you worked in the office, but this happened to you, right? Once or twice back then? Yeah, back when I was working in the office, I don't know if they found out if I said anything, but, yeah, they knew that I did, like, movie reviews, and they'd ask me, like, what's coming out the weekend, or, hey, I watched your review. Hell, even, like, the most recent thing is my neighbor. Like, he uh, he kind of does Twitch uh, streaming every now and then, but he said, oh, yeah, we watched your review of this movie, and then we watched it, and, you know, kind of gave their opinion. And I'm like, this is weird, but also cool, and uh, it's it's that weird thing. I think the biggest thing for myself, and I'm curious if it's ever going to come to this for you, Cody, with doing comedy, especially if they go to your show, is at one point a coworker said, you're so much more happy in your videos. And I'm like, <laughs> it's because I hate working here. <laughs> so I don't know if it'll ever come to that situation for you but yeah if they start bringing like oh yeah that dick joke of yours was funny it's kind of like not the time or place but thank you yeah I, I that any observant coworker of mine will quickly get to that point and uh, I'll, I'll have to come up with an answer ahead of time for that one but yeah it's a weird I mean I'm pretty straightforward about it now like I joined a board last year for a local charity and when they asked me on I was like 
yeah, like I want to do this. I want to help the charity, but I need you to know that I tell dick jokes for money. And so if that's <laughs> something that you can't have, you need to let me know so that we can stop here before we get too far down the road. And they were cool about it. So I think there's a world where all those things can coexist, but it is, it's tough. It's a weird kind of stress when your personal life kind of, kind of starts to creep in. And yeah, we cuss a lot and make a lot of dumb, gross or bad jokes. It'd be funny as hell if my one of my uh, if someone called me at the bank and was like, "Hey, I saw your act. Will you manage my money?" Like that's the dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if we get there. Well, we got some first world problems. We're lucky, guys. Uh, we're we're gainfully employed and we get to do some fun, creative things. Our bodies are failing us, but we're we're still getting all the hot text from Shark Tanks. So not a lot of complaints in our world this week. That's what we got for bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Now flush. It's been a fun show. I, I'm almost sad to, to bring it to an end. I feel like we're on a roll today, but we do got to get you guys out of here in just a few minutes. But first, I'm going to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. My one more thing. So I spent, uh, I had a plane trip this past weekend, went down to LA, and I kind of got stuck. Uh, I kind of got like just like really zoned in and hyper focused on my cell phone when I was sitting in the airport. And uh, I just got a new phone. I think I talked about it last week on the show, the new Pixel 6. And so I was kind of messing around with my phone. And I was doing it while I was waiting for my plane and then on the plane. And then when the plane landed, I was still doing that same thing. And so I spent like two and a half to three hours just looking through all the settings on my phone. Like I wasn't playing a game or anything like that or on Instagram. I was looking at the settings. One, that probably makes me some sort of fucking weird person. But also, (laughs) your phone can do so much, you guys. I am certain, like, I'm, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. We all consider ourselves to be tech guys. I've had a cell phone since I was 16. I didn't think I could be surprised by stuff that cell phones could do now. But I am. There's, like, 10 things on my phone that I've started using now that I didn't before. Like, the ability to have it silence your ringer and then, like, turn it back on. You can can schedule that to happen. Oh, for, like, sleeping? All of our phones do that. So, yeah, when you go to sleep, your phone will automate, like, and everybody goes, okay, I set my alarm, put my phone on silent. Your phone will do both of those things automatically for you every day. You never need to think about it again. I've always just kind of done a lot of that stuff manually, and now I've started to automate it, and it is fucking awesome. Mine has a feature when I get to my office, I told it where I work. When I get to the office, it automatically puts it on silent. So I don't have to worry about my phone going off in a meeting anymore, because that's where I'm at. It's different stuff like that, and having it play music in the morning when you wake up or play the news like there's so much stuff and none of this is like extra apps or extra things this is all just built in to all of the new phones now and I was amazed by that so I guess my one more thing is two things one I hope I'm not the only weirdo who just like looks through their phone and checks out the settings but two if you haven't done that do it because there's a bunch of shit you probably didn't realize your phone can do and it's super super cool that's pretty crazy because literally yesterday I was scanning documents through an old like scanner, basically printer scanner. And then someone messaged me and said, your phone can now scan things in. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it literally will sense where the paper is, scan it and crop it and then pick, like if you're doing multiple pages, it'll put them all together into one PDF. Yeah. Free That's app now. crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. My one more thing, uh, not tech-wise, but food-wise, because obviously I'm always hungry and food is great. Arby's. <laughs> so Arby's right now. Apparently, you know, they have the curly fries, great fries, everything like that. They're trying a new variety of fry, crinkle-cut fries. Cool, big thing, you know, expanding their fry horizon. But Verizon. they are offering, yes, the Verizon, <laughs> the announcement or whatever of these crinkle-cut fries. They are also, for a limited time from November 18th to the 22nd, they are selling Arby's-themed crinkle-cut fry and curly fry vodka. What? They teamed up with uh, a certain brewery, and they, uh, for example, the crinkle-cut vodka here is a profile of, let me find it, where did that go? I think there was like paprika, there was salt, there was a few other things mixed in there, like a flavor profile of how the vodka is going to taste. And they're marketing it alongside the crinkle cut fries. So yeah, Arby's now is in the liquor game. Well, that's gross. <laughs> but there's also, <laughs> I heard actually on the radio the other day, Megan the Stallion, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she is doing a sauce at Popeye's, and they're also going to be selling it's some clothing item and then also bikinis. You can buy a Megan the Stallion Popeye's bikinis <laughs> and like one other clothing item along with her new sauce. <laughs> oh, what kind of sauce is that though? I don't know. Hey, have you tried Mag- Megan the Stallion sauce? Ugh. I think I've seen the commercial for that. It's called Hottie Sauce, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Isn't that the Megan the Stallion noise that she makes? I could be wrong. About I have that. no clue. Right here, distilled from potatoes using paprika, garlic, onion, and cayenne to create the wondrous crinkle cut vodka flavor with real kosher salt. Ooh. Yeah, only being sold in a handful of states. Again, that window of like four days. I think, though, it's like 60 bucks for a bottle. That seems a little steep, but you can order it if you want through arbysvodka.com. Boy, oh boy. Actually, okay, thinking about it, it would might be good with Bloody Marys. Again, I am not a Bloody Mary person, but that might be good. Yeah, maybe. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> the hottie sauce bikini is pretty funny. All right, my one more thing. I got a question for you guys. Uh-oh. So I... When Mike V was here after the brewery, I believe, we went to High V, and not brewery, the beer fest. Went to High V, and I, as I was walking in, something happened for the, like the first time in like probably two decades. I found money on the ground. It's only happened one other time in my life where I found like cash bill by myself, and it was ten dollars, and I remember it vividly. Because I, I was like 10 years old or maybe even younger, um, and I was walking home, and it was like one of those things where $10 was like a shitload of money back then. <laughs> you know, like $10 is, is fucking gold when you're that young. Yeah. So I remember that vividly, and this time I found $20. Whoa. Um, Free meal. So I, it's been so long since this has happened, and this was in a store. I'm like, do I tell anyone? No, it's $20. Like, I'm not going to – if I say go up to someone and, or the people at the register are going to be like – what what do we fucking call someone up and say, hey, we found twenty dollars cash. Did you lose twenty dollars? Someone's gonna come up and get it. So finders keepers, losers weepers. Mm-hmm. But my question for you guys, what is like the maximum amount of dollars before you would like go tell someone? I would never tell someone. <laughs> if okay. it was a hundred grand like Maybe, in a cash okay. bag. If it was like yeah, if it was thousands of dollars, then I'd be a little concerned. Because then something bad could happen. I've seen a lot of movies, so yeah, maybe maybe go, a thousand. A thousand. So if you found a, a bag on the ground uh, with a grand in it, you're not gonna find a stack of thousand dollar bills just laying there. Well, thousand dollar bills don't exist, so yeah. No, what if you found a thousand dollars in bills? I don't know. I think yeah. okay, if it's in a bag, that seems sketchy. But if I find like ten loose one hundreds in a close knit area, then I'm like, I'll take that. It's the packaging for me. I would say probably. I think my actual answer to this, Seth, would be a hundred bucks. I think if it's more than a single bill, uh, then and it's especially if it's like in a rubber band or a money clip or something like that. If it's packaged in a way that it's obvious that all this money belonged with one person, then I think that's probably what would trigger me to go tell somebody. If it just looks like maybe a bill fell out of someone's hand or pocket, then that feels less like I need to say something. I don't know. I guess that would be. Also, I find it interesting that inflation has finally hit the streets. If you're uh, what used to be $10 street money is now $20 street money. Uh, nobody's talking about that on The Economist. Well, I mean, if I would have found this as a fucking nine-year-old, I would have been, I mean, I would have gone on a shopping spree. Oh, you wouldn't be here right now. That would have been like three pro wrestling toys. <laughs> the thing is, though, like you're saying, that it hasn't happened in essentially two decades. It's because no one uses bills anymore. That's true. That is true. Not a lot of bills getting left in there. Honestly, if I see, I don't know that I would pick up a poop dollar. That's another interesting question. Is I don't know if I would pick up money that I found because really? a poop dollar. I pooped. I would be afraid of a poop dollar for one thing, <laughs> and and I'd be afraid of it. Like you know, maybe it's got fucking. Maybe someone sneezed in it, or maybe oh, someone could put, could put fentanyl, fentanyl on it. Yeah, yeah, like it could be any number of things. It could be like a test or a prank. Maybe some dickhead wow. TikToker is gonna jump out of the bush and punch me in the head if I fucking pick up the. The money or whatever. I think because it's so rare to have it happen now, I would be very skeptical of it. Like if I was yeah. gonna pick it up, I would look around a lot before I before I went down to pick it up. This was like right in the doorway at Hy-Vee where there's cameras, and so oh, I'm sure. like, so the camera saw me pick up twenty dollars, but they also saw, saw someone drop twenty dollars. So I don't think someone like in, but yeah, I could totally see what you're saying. Like if you're walking down a street in like New York City or something, and you just see a hundred dollar mm. bill laying there. Like if it was five dollars. 
Maybe it's, you know, like maybe it's not as sketchy. Like pe- maybe people are putting fentanyl in $100 bills. Fentanyl is the one thing that would scare me, though. Yeah, that shit's nasty. And I like to sniff my money when I get it. So it's, mm-hmm. I, I, it's guaranteed to put me down if, if that were to happen. When you're me, every dollar is a poop dollar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Show me the money! Cesso Richie's right. wiping his tush with ground 20s. Jared's going to get uh, two, two more of those 20s, and you can get some bacon-flavored vodka. You get a couple more 20s, maybe you get a phone that's um, going to gonna do all sorts of new, new stuff. Did I say bacon? Why, that, that was a callback to the pork belly thing earlier, I guess. So I'm taking credit for it anyway. That's what we got. One more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right, folks. Well, if you've made it to here, thank you and congratulations. This was quite the winding road, so we hope you enjoyed the show. We got some laughs, a few things to... We got a couple of uh, couple of philosophical questions out here. Click the link in the description box. It's going to take you out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. You can comment, join the conversation there. You can follow all of our social medias, check out the other shows on our network. You can also join the mailing list and become an anchor wanker, which we would Winter. greatly appreciate. No matter what you're up to uh, with your engagement with Socially Constipated, we hope you'll join us on the 17th. That's this Wednesday. We're going to be doing live entertainment outhouse. A lot of fun when we have y'all on the chat. So hope to see several of you out there. J-Buck Studios, follow it everywhere. Go hit our Twitter. Talk to Seth at so underscore constipated. If you want to see my comedy dates out there on Cody is funny on Instagram. So lots of ways to get hold of all of us. But if you miss all that, we'll be back in just a couple days. Seth and I will be doing Gridiron Grunts, talking NFL. I already mentioned the entertainment outhouse is live this week. So plenty more socially constipated coming at you soon but we're gonna wrap this episode right here so for jared buckendall and for seth Ott, i've been cody michael we'll see you next time bye